Houston Clark. My man, dude. Is up. We meet again. What uh what spot did you find on campus? I am outside the student center, which is Tally. I'm mm. on a balcony. Uh nice nice weather outside we have today, so I decided to just hop on outside and uh, enjoy the nice weather, man. Come on. Dude, I uh we need to um at some point maybe record on campus and uh I think I mentioned this to you. I don't know if I mentioned it on air. But uh, I think it'd be really fun to uh, do some kind of live event. And uh, maybe we start by doing it over at, at your parents' house uh, on the back porch and have, you know, your parents uh, and family get to be the audience. But maybe we do it on campus and we set up. I don't know. Did you ever see this thing on TikTok of um, it's like they do this. Pie, it's like a pop up podcast. So they just go to random places. It's two guys. They just start talking. And then people like will randomly come up, sit down, and they'll just like start talking to them. No, just, yeah, yeah. Okay, because yeah, we should definitely do that. I think it'd be really fun. It uh, you just never know what you get, and it'd be fun to meet people. So, um, I think we should try that. That'd be fun. Like one day, like have a ginormous audience, and we like kind of like yes. take we take questions from them live. Yes, um, yes. And, like that, yeah. That'd be a lot of fun to do. And uh, yeah, I'm I am. I'm looking forward to uh, the future of the Sabbath surveyors and what it come on, come on just, that it has. Dude, we, Sabbath surveyors have um, limitless potential. You know, I mean, we're just we're starting from the bottom, and uh, and we're going there. So, gonna be great. But, uh, dude, take us take us into this episode. Well. We are not doing a song to intro us this week, uh, no. even though the song that I had in mind would be uh, another throwback, uh, another throwback um, uh, from from the good old days. But uh, it would be Ice Ice Baby. Come on, but we can Too save cold. that. Yeah, we we could save that for another time. But um, yeah, this this week we are running through uh, a good amount of games. Uh, that I have picked. Um, we, we are going to review last week and what that all bring or like what, what it would have brought to the table. And then finally, we're just going to end it with, with, with what we see for the future of football, what we see for um, the, this upcoming week and uh, other weeks in general. And then we're just going to hit uh, end it with a couple questions that we have. And then we're on our way for week four of college football. How about that, dude? Talk, wow. talk to me, talk to me about, how we went from the anticipation of waiting for football to be bad to having football in week three. Dude, yeah, let's let's talk about that. I mean, that I heard it on a podcast today that uh, sometimes the anticipation of the present or the surprise is better than the actual, you know, gift. And I think there's some truth to that when it comes to football. Where I mean, I'm I'm loving you know watching and following is really fun, but. I don't know about you, but I quickly get overwhelmed because there's just like so much to follow. And, you know, I don't want to, I want to like understand it, appreciate it and enjoy it. But there's just like so much that sometimes it gets overwhelming, but I can't believe here we are, you know, coming up on week four Deeks and state both undefeated. And I mean, uh, getting into a little bit, I mean, wake is going to be tested this week playing Clemson. So, but, uh, yeah, it's been fun, man. Talk to me, Houston. What, um, what have you learned so far? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like I'm a pretty decent and 
well knowledgeable guy in the in the realm of sports and come on football in general but like what have you learned i know you're not very one yes to stay focused on it but like is there anything you've learned anything you've taken away over three four weeks so far wow I, this is a good question we could sit here for a second you know yes um i think i think i, I mean kind of like what you're studying you know studying communication there at, at nc state like I think I'm just interested in, um, you know, how how sports and communication intersects. Like, it's crazy, you know, how quickly we can all know about something. Um, like, I'm thinking of last week, if, if people listening, uh, if you haven't watched the replay of the um, Appalachian State Hail Mary to win it, like, that's that was amazing. And that was so fun, even though I wasn't at the game. Um, I don't have a ton of really connections to Appalachian State. There was like a, I felt like I was there and I and I wanted to know. So I think that was, that was fun. Um, and then I think the other thing that's just swirling around in my head, and I'd love to get your your take on it, um, is like what, um, how do, I just I get cynical about sports because of the money and the, you know, the accolades and the success, and I'm just like. These people are athletes. They, they play a game, and we worship them. Like we, we put time, energy, our hearts and souls. We rise and fall, you know, based on how they're. And I'm just like, something just feels off. So I don't really know, you know, what what that means, if anything. But I'm always, I, I'm I'm always on the verge of like enjoying it, but also like this is a game. So those are those are some of my takeaways. How about you? What's I'm I'm curious. Um, has there been something uh, yeah, this season that you've learned? It could be some technical about, you know, the teams or how they play or just any observations you've you've had. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot of different things. I've um, I've learned a lot of different things. But one thing I've taken away that I feel um, the most. Uh, the one thing I feel like. I've taken away the most is most definitely uh, like how we should take every day with a grain of salt almost. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of injuries lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most, most specifically I was at the NC state game this past weekend and um, one of their defensive tackles or one of their linebackers actually um, his whole like leg is like, Tibia, tibia, I don't like snapped in half. Basically, oh. it was a clean fracture, and you know that 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 young that, that that man didn't know he was going into that game gonna like not be able to play the rest of the season. You know, it was so bad. It was uh, basically a twenty-minute pause um, on the game, and I heard it best from one of my uh, one of my uh, one of my mentors. He turned the game away because of the injury and spent, like, the next 20 minutes uh, thinking, oh, they're probably done, carting them off the field. No, they were – he's like, oh, did I miss the game? No, they were showing still. They were showing highlights still because it was taking that long. You know, you know yeah. it's like you got to just take it every day, like, as, as, like, a blessing. And that's just something I've learned. Mm. Uh, more on the emotional, like, aspect of uh, sports and what, what it could bring to the game and – so that's a good one last thought on that. And then, um, then I'll jump into kind of score update stuff. But, um, 
Yeah, I, that is a huge part. I heard it somewhere too from uh, Danny Meyer. I read I read his book called Setting the Table. He's the guy that started Shake Shack and some other really famous restaurants. And one of the things that I think it was maybe his dad or grandfather who was an entrepreneur said was he sees business as primarily a way of like learning how to respond to challenges and setbacks and problems. Like it's at at the because right. We all want constant. Like we want to believe that Sam Hartman is going to be, you know, his amazing potential Heisman, you know, self every game, but like, Oh, he was out for, you know, a weird reason week one and wasn't great. You know, this past week, it just, and, and so as a coach, that just must be really difficult. And I think you're right, JM, like it does. How, how do you show up and like want the best and do the best, but realize we have less and less control than we, you know, feel like we, we want. And, um, so I think that's kind of the fun piece. Yeah. How sports like shows that, but this is a good intro. Maybe our best. Um, here at the Sabbath surveyors, we do love to talk about food. Come on. Um, it was your week. What do we have in store for us? All right. Let me, let me just, let me paint a picture, um, for your, your, your heart right now. Okay. Um, so, Birmingham, Alabama, um, 2001, I don't know. I was born. You, you were born in 01? Yeah. When's your birthday again? April 17th, 2001. Wow. Just mere months before 9-11. This is nuts. Okay. Well, I'm dating myself. All right. So, um, there was this place that, um, my mom and dad would take Hammy and I called Gilchrist. Shout out. I'm assuming it's still there in Birmingham and they made the best grilled cheese sandwiches. Um, there was something about the cheese, the way that it was melted. Um, it just throwback. Like I just, I don't know about you, but the grilled cheese is so simple, right? I mean, butter, bread, and cheese. Mountain Brook, Alabama. Mountain Brook. Come on. Um, that's it. And, um, and it is still there. Come on. Well, maybe, you know, when we take Sabbath surveyors on the road um, to tour, um, then that's where we're stopping. And uh, it was so good. They had that plus milkshakes. It was like an old kind of timey um, drugstore, like bar thing that you would sit at. I, that that just takes me back when I think grilled cheese. So I'm, I'm assuming, did you eat grilled cheeses growing up or not really? I did. I, I enjoyed a good grilled cheese tomato soup or like a grilled cheese with a uh, tomato in there. Houston, wow. I've got a question for you really quick. Go. I'm looking at the old time menu from Gilchrist in Birmingham, uh, Mountain Brook, Birmingham. How much do you think a grilled cheese costs? <laughs> this is great. All right. I'm going to just for the grilled cheese. I believe just for the grilled cheese sandwich. Yes. All right. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to say mm, four ninety nine. A grilled cheese costs two eighty nine. Whoa! I mean, if that's not another reason to love it, um, you know what it reminds me of is uh, your very own brother and my brother-in-law, uh, Stuart Nathaniel. He uh, he and I went out to Shorty's at Wake Forest, and it was a similar. You know, I mean, grilled cheese is probably one of the main main entrees, and it was also like two or three bucks. It's so um, good. I love it. Shorty. Should be like. They're still making a profit if they're selling it for that, and yet it's as cheap almost as Costco. Yeah, I mean that's just that's crazy. Um, wow, we maybe our maybe another channel we do is 
is food. You know, I, I think there's a lot of potential right there. Maybe a YouTube of creating foods live. I mean, how about that? That'd be insane. Uh, that'd be too nuts. Okay, so let's see, JM. Um, I'm going to walk us through last week. Uh, you did your usual eight and two. Um, and then I went seven and three. I'm very proud. Um, you know, even though you're still winning by a, a good margin. So, uh, our current updates after three weeks is JM, you are 24 and six in your picks. I'm 17 and 13. So, I'm just a good amount behind, but I'm, I'm still going to beat you. He's a, I, I, I think you're in great striking distance. Just, <laughs> I, I think what separates us is just one week. Yeah. One week of picks and it's, it's, it's flipped. This is the, that's the the score is is the score is flipped, man. It, it's, Dude. it's just, it just depends on one week and one one week's picks in, in general. Well, but, uh, t- talk to me about like what all went on last week. What? Mm. Um, yeah, there was some. I'm looking back here. Um, I feel like the one that I was most interested in was the one where we differ. We we picked. We had all the same picks last week except for the BYU um, Oregon, and so I picked BYU. They lost um, to Oregon, and but. The um, as for the other ones, I don't know. There wasn't much. I I will say it's been fun to see Duke do well. They're undefeated, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of all of like like speaking of North Carolina specific apps, or sorry, Wake Forest, Duke, Carolina, in state are all three and zero going wow. into week four. Um, Dude, I've, has that ever been the case? I wonder. I, I bet it, I, I I'm pretty sure it has, but it it's been a long time. Wow. And it, it, it's most surprising that this year all three of them are like that because you look at you look at specifically Duke and Duke is a brand new team under a yep. brand new coach because David Cutcliffe is is left mm-hmm. and uh, Mike Elko I believe is that if that's his name uh, is the new coach and he is he has created a culture so far and I think they're buying in even though they haven't played um, the best teams I think they're buying into a culture um, there uh, at, at in Durham with uh, mm. with the Blue Devils. Mm. Dude, that's a great word. It's fun to see it. I mean, it, these are the things too, like we could do a whole you know podcast on one team, which maybe we do next season because it's just fun to get into. Like I would love to know what the vibe is over at, at Duke because, yeah, I mean, for anybody listening, Duke has never really been good in football. Maybe they've had, you know, a couple good seasons here and there, but they're, they're a basketball school. So the fact that they're doing so well, like, Something's changed, and I wish I knew what. But um, all right, JM, uh, lead us into your picks. Um, yeah, who? What are the games you picked, and and uh, any thoughts on them? Yeah, uh, well, coming off last week, I think there's um, no surprise here. I think uh, Clemson, Wake Forest, starting off the week, uh, gonna be a really big game. Florida, Tennessee, that's where game day is at. So yeah. it's a big game there. Tennessee undefeated, Florida just a one-loss team. Then you got Arkansas, Texas A&M. How will Texas A&M respond after losing to App State and then beating Miami? And then Arkansas is a highly ranked team trying to make their make their way as a top-tier team in the SEC still. Uh, then you got Texas, Texas Tech, Texas Tech losing to NC State mo- uh, most recently, and then Texas trying to re- rebound off of uh, losing their quarterback to Alabama while also losing to Alabama. Uh, Wisconsin at Ohio State, um, Baylor at Iowa State, Kansas at Oklahoma. Uh, this next game intrigues me the, uh, a, a little more than it should, but Notre Dame, UNC. 
Uh, I think it's just more on the fact that um, UNC is 3-0 and Notre Dame is 1-2. Uh, and two. How were, how were Marcus Freeman and the, the, and the Fighting Irish uh, fair uh, going into Chapel Hill? Um, I think it, it all just depends on how – if UNC's defense will show up. They have a stellar offense with their, with their uh, highly ranked quarterback in Drake May, uh, but will their defense respond? Um, and then this is another game that, like, is so bizarre. It's, it's, it's two blue bloods. It looks like a basketball game in a sense, mm. Duke at Kansas. Mm. Uh, <laughs> those are two really good college basketball schools, but um, not really good in football. And so how will that game be? And then this last one is very interesting. We have really, really good team in Utah, but a team that had just lost um, – that has just lost um, their, their head coach and Herm Edwards. Um, yeah, I mean, will Aaron Davis bond? Will they will they fold and will they will they be just a a losing team here? Like, how will you respond after losing your head coach? I think the same goes for a, a team called Nebraska, losing Scott Frost. Scott Frost was historically historically bad at Nebraska, but he was really good at UCF. Hmm. There's, it's just a difference of how will your coach lead your team. And I, I think it just depends uh, after, how will Nebraska fare and you Arizona State fare after all of that. Um, <laughs> but the only two games that – or a couple games that we disagree on is the Clemson-Wake game. I chose Clemson. Houston chose Wake. I think there's obvious bias for Houston. <laughs> yeah, right. Choosing Wake. Uh, <laughs> but I think this game will be a really, really, really good game. You have two highly ranked defenses, and and and, and well, I think of it as this way: Wake has a, a stellar offense, and Clemson has a stellar defense. I, I think those two things are the the keys, and I think it just depends on which other which other part of the um, their their team will show up. Will Clemson's mm-hmm. offense run the table over Wake's defense, or will Wake's defense shut them down? Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous, man. I mean, I'm excited. It's the it's the funny thing, right? The reason I'm most ex- nervous is because I'm afraid of losing, right? I'm afraid that this is gonna be our first loss and mm. yada yada yada. But what makes it makes it exciting is the possibility of the win. Because if Wake were to beat Clemson, I mean, this would be huge. And like, you know, in terms of a boost and and talking about you know making it into the playoffs, maybe you know, I mean, the, like those kinds of conversations, but. Once again, kind of going back to how you started us off, I mean, it's kind of like life where we're all afraid to fail and make mistakes, but yet it's – I heard I heard the quote somewhere that we're most – oh, gosh. We're most afraid um, or something that, like we feel most alive when we take a risk, but it's the thing that we also dread doing the most. Like who wants to get up and give a – you know, impromptu speech in front of a lot of people. Most people don't want to do that. But if you did it and it went all right, it would give you this huge confidence boost. So I'm excited. Me, I'm excited. We're going to be at the beach this weekend. Shout out to Bald Head Island. And uh, we're going to be watching this one together. So um, I don't know, you know, my emotional state, I'm, I'm a little worried about um, where it's going to be at, but I'm excited to get to watch it together. So hoping for a dub there. Um, well, no. 
And uh, I'm, you know, I, I've got, yeah, the Notre Dame UNC one. Um, take me through why'd you pick Notre Dame? I'm curious. Partially because I hate UNC. So <laughs> I figured. There. But like, I don't know. Notre Dame's going through a lot right now. Mm-hmm. You look at their team, you look at what probably the culture is like right now. They, they barely scraped a win against Cal. And Cal, Cal has never been a good team as of late. Um, that, that, that is University of Calibar, California, Berkeley. Um, they, they, right now, I just think Notre Dame is looking for fire. Mm. You know, they are looking for something to light the gas that's all over them. <laughs> and I just I, I see them coming out of Chapel Hill with a win. It, it might be a one-point win. It might be a three-point win. It might be a seven-point win. Who knows? But I think Carolina just doesn't have a defense. I think there's a lot of questions there. I think Notre Dame's defense has to play their life. Lights out, basically. Their lights lights out, sorry. Excuse me. Play their lights out. Um, and also, I'm really upset uh, as of lately, as, as of what uh, UNC's head or, or quarterback Drake May has said. He came out as of lately to apologize to NC State um, for a comment he made in a press conference about uh, uh, NC State. Uh, he said that um, growing up, <clears throat> growing up in North Carolina, everyone will is a UNC fan, but some will say State. And the reason why they choose State is because they couldn't get into Carolina. Oh, <laughs> and, <laughs> that's kind of fun. And uh, he came out and apologized for that. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it was very unprofessional. Uh, you, you, you want to say it. Uh, I really want to really say it. But it, it is the Carolina way to make a mistake like that. No, no, no. But how is that not any different than his comment? Because I'm not a professional athlete. Neither is he. He's a collegiate athlete. Exactly. But he's representing a program and uh and he's re- and he's representing a university as well. And I think it just it hurts the reputation of him and it just made me a little mad so I I also it, it swayed my pick towards Notre Dame. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is good. This is the good banter. Um yeah, I'm I'm with you, James. I'm really excited to see that game because I, I mean, I'm thinking about UNC last year, and you know we ended up losing to them in a nuts game, like, um, you know, sixty something to sixty. I mean, it was like last second. It was crazy, and so they just scared me last year with who was their QB that was really good. E, uh, Carolinas. Yeah, Sam Howell. Yeah, golly, he's a boss. Did he get drafted? Yeah, so you got drafted to the Washington Commanders. Commanders. Um Wow. So yeah, that's gonna be fun. And I I I don't know. I I kinda like UNC. I know that's not that's not okay in your family, but I, I kinda do. So I'd be fine seeing them win. Slash would be fun. I just I like it when the ACC does well. But yeah. And then the Duke Kansas one. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I think Kansas will win that, although I mean, it'd be pretty dope if Duke were to go into Kansas, who's also 3-0, and pull that one out. So, all right. Um, I got a few more thoughts, and then if you have any, 
Um, we'll wrap it up. Let's hear him. Um, okay. So yeah, you should be nervous. I'm now seven and three. Yes, or I went seven and three last week. So this week, um, I'm going. Oh, I don't know, ten and zero. So just watch out. Um, secondly, uh, I so JM. One of the things that makes me really curious. Well, let's talk more about it this weekend at the beach. Is like, I think it's impossible to predict the future, right? But I think you can get better. Where um, and so one of the things I did, a hypothesis I have is. Um, I compared the average of the five offensive linemen for Clemson, the starters, and then the starters for Wake, their average weight to see, like, is that a good predictor of success? Um, And so if we're going on the assumption that the bigger the offensive linemen, the team is more likely to win, then Clemson should win this week um, because the average weight uh, is 315 pounds for those five linemen. And then for Wake, it's 304 pounds, which that's like crazy because 300 pounds like in an athlete, I mean, that's that's scary. That can that can do some some damage. So, well, my question is for you, Houston, right there is how do you know being weighed less will help you win the game? Well, no, well, what I'm suggesting is, oh, you're saying like, what if it's the opposite that actually if you weigh less? You'll win the game. Is that what you're saying? It would, like I'm asking, like maybe that the weight aspect is more muscle. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying what I'm saying? That I'm suggesting that Clemson, who has more weight, should win because they're bigger and stronger. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were saying the opposite. Okay, okay. But you make a you make a good point because maybe you know there's a nimbleness of like I don't know. I mean, last thought on this, and then I'll I'll be quiet for this this week is Grace and I were talking about this for the Liberty weight game that um, in itself, by the way, that was a great game. Yes. Well, we're going Wake back. Should... Say it again. Wake should have lost that game. Oh, they, they, I feel like they did not deserve to win. I mean, they Liberty just played really well. I, I, I really like their team. Um, but the QB for Liberty was crazy. Like being able to Our run Charlie like that. Drew. Yeah, he just that was such a threat. I mean, so I just think it's an underrated part of part of the game that's kind of fun to, to see. Charlie, All right. Charlie Brewer is uh, a stellar quarterback that has experience. He started a lot at Baylor, transferred mm-hmm. out to Utah, and then transferred over to Liberty. Okay, I'm talking about I think maybe their second string then. It wasn't Brewer. Was it um, really? Say what? Was it really? He didn't play. No, that's right. Because he, um, let me see here. Liberty QB. Yeah, it was somebody else. I'll recognize the um, Brewer Bennett. Uh, Salter. Salter is who. Um, Kadon. Yeah, Caden Salter um, was the one. And he was phenomenal. So Really? Uh, yeah, I think it says Brewer looks like he's out six to eight weeks. This is as of the fourth. So he was out. So it was Salter who was just crazy like tall kind of reminds me of who's the louisville qb from who won the Heisman a couple oh, years ago uh, lamar jackson? jackson yes it reminded me of lamar jackson um he can sling it in there um but a huge run threat so anyway all right i'm done talking jm take us home any last thoughts or um if not end this on a good word i just think we're in for another good week of college football i think got to be prepared i think they've postponed releasing the times for week five 
uh, because there's so many good games. They want to see what the results are from this week. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll there's some good games this week. Um, uh, I'm I'm interested to uh, I'm interested to see what um, some of these games. But in general, um, I think I, I think I think I'll just end it with another quote if that's all right. Please, please. Um, this is a quote by uh, Walt Disney. Um, mm. Know him. Uh, please, re- please uh, refer yourself to some notes about him. Research him up online. But uh, he, he, he is quoted by saying, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Whoa! I'll say it again. Walt Disney says, the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. Amen. It's been fun. Come on now. We, we hope we hope each and every one of you guys has a great rest of your week. Enjoy your weekend. College football is is among us. It's present, and uh, we're excited to see what the rules, what the results will be. Uh, if you want, you guys can leave us a a, a review, a comment below, uh, and. Uh, We'll, we'll maybe mention the podcast next week. How about that? Oh, that would be dope. We'd, we'd love to have it. Um, and peace out to your haters. And uh, good luck, JM, on your sociology test tomorrow. We believe in you. Thank you, sir. I will see you at the beach this weekend. Can't wait. Let's get to it. Much love. Time, guys. Cheers. Go Deeks. Peace.